0: K-A Radio.
1: Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to another delightful, beautiful, uncanny issue of Krakoa Radio. It is me, the Dowager, table night, the night table where, where we are full. Do not come and visit. Um, with my fellow co-host, Black Word.
2: Hi, y'all. Table Dusk. Uh, describe the Table Dusk. He of dreaming and uh, comfort and cunning. Um, thank you for stopping by.
1: Also, our lovely region who is a year older officially, welcome to the 30 and over club. The very handsome, the very amazing one god bonded.
0: What's up, what's up, what's up? Your region is here. Um table day. Everybody on my table is, I think. Dead. <laughs> I think no, I- you got three niggas alive. Three niggas alive? Who on my table? Lactuca, uh, Sobunar, and um, Lotus Logos. Oh, shit. Never mind. My table's (laughs) the table (laughs) that's (laughs) dead. I ain't really awake. My fault. But, yeah. But, yeah.
1: And, of course, our charming... Very smart, very amazing. The top of all tops, the Omega Level Top himself. Dr. Big Poppy Showtime.
3: Hey y'all. Um, yeah. There are entirely too many niggas with birthdays in February. I just want to put this out there, myself included, because my birthday is next Friday. Um, I've been to like six birthday parties. Today's the fifth. What the fuck?
2: (laughs) I'll be sure to give your birthday the same energy y'all gave mine.
3: Uh Uh-uh. I gave you a lot of energy on your birthday. Did you? I did.
2: We'll, we'll see the energy up on your birthday. We'll see. We'll oh, see, okay. Showtime. We'll see. How old are you turning? Right. Enough. Fifteen?
3: <laughs> I'm turning old enough.
1: He's, he's turning younger than me. <laughs>
2: Showtime, you know, sure. a mid-centennial right. birthday, that's like a milestone, Showtime. I'm really happy for you. There's some shade in there somewhere. I don't like it. You and Iska seeing eye-to-eye, age-to-age. Wow. Milestone-to-Milestone. Age age, wow. milestone. This feels racist. It's
1: genuinely racist.
2: Really racist. I
3: said what I said. <laughs>
2: Well when you when you get time, I would like I would love to hear um, more stories about Aisha the Rainmaker. Um that was your good sis, right? You helped raise her, right?
3: Get off my phone.
0: <laughs> I can't stand you.
2: It's beautiful.
1: Ooh, well, today we are reviewing. The Great Redeemer herself. Scarlet Witch number two. Also, X-Force number 37. Sans Wolverine. Sans Kid Omega. And Legion of X number 10. Before we get yes, to that, so y'all how are
2: all, you- all of you doing? I feel like we just rushed through the episodes so frequently mm-hmm. now because they keep giving us ten different fucking issues in a week. We haven't just talked. How are you guys? How are you feeling? True. Yeah. Life Girl. is lifing
1: right now. That
2: I, I, it's cold. Oh, how cold is New York right now? I, I, keep, I forget that y'all are having snow or that snow exists um, on the West Coast.
1: Um, It was 7 degrees yesterday. I don't know how it is today. Let me look. Oh, oh, oh. does that say 40 degrees? I'm tripping. Yeah. No, it doesn't say it's that.
0: For, yeah, it it's 41. 40 oh. It's 40, 48. 30.
2: Then Trav, I got off it work last night. It was a good ten degrees last night when I got off work last night.
0: Well, two a.m. It's colder. Did that Bobby drink come down pop there? Oh my god! Mm-hmm. <laughs>
3: <laughs> 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 it was like seventeen degrees all day yesterday. It was real ghetto.
2: It was, yeah. it was definitely out here in L.A. Um, I went to the great Apple Comics. Shout out to great Apple Comics. Uh, shout out to Morgan Hampton. If you guys do not know, it's the most unkept secret ever. That is my roommate. Uh, my roommate will be writing uh, on Cyborg, and I will not be discussing it or reviewing it at all. <laughs> Fair. I don't <know> already <laughs> think I handle people with soft hands. I don't—I'm I, just not—I'm not—, I'm not we, we, I sleep literally, what, like 10 feet away from from him? I think he's in his room listening to me right now. I don't know, um, but congratulations to that. The book has sold out. I'm really happy to hear that. It's Black History Month, and so I, I do want to highlight the uh, success of that book. They really didn't expect that many people to turn out. It was like a bunch of people. It was like a line wrapping around the store for those autographs and those signatures. Um, they ran out books they ran out comps it was great i'm so proud of it i'm so proud of mo and all of them and like oh, that on the cyborg it. book well that's a cyborg book uh that's not out yet but it was the dc power um a celebration number one Oh yeah so the book they released for black history month full of short stories um Wait, did I... did that sold understand? out there they had no more issues and they can't get any more from the distributor oh.
1: Did I see that in the store? I don't know. I wasn't gonna buy it anyway because I don't need more like uh those compilation books are really starting to kill my spirit. <sighs> <laughs> because all the art styles are so distracting, I can't like when I see, you yeah, be loving one artist and they change the artists and it's stressful. It's kinda like that um that anime thing with the like the guy that goes to hell to save his woman and it's like a knight... But they changed the anime style, the art style through the entire like movie. I can't what, think. What of are it. You talking about? There's an anime movie situation where the guy goes to hell. He's a knight in like, like, in like, of Templar time, like during the um the Crusades, and he goes to hell to to save his girl. But the problem is, like, not the problem, but like as the movie as as the anime goes through his story, it changes artists like six times. And he's going oh Dante's Inferno
2: I'm never it's a Netflix situation I don't give credibility to Netflix yeah I don't know if it's
1: a Netflix situation, though, but like it's old like I watched it years ago like but I've watched it several times it's really good great storytelling but each artist tells a story from their vision and their art style and like after the while it, it gets like you can't like because at first I was like am I watching a different Movies, it's a different story. Like it's a retelling. Like, I was confused, but then you realize that oh, it's just everybody's drawing it in their own way, in their own interpretation. While while the core of like the designs of the characters all stay the same, but our style is all completely different. The animation style is all different, but it's distracting for me. I so like I don't know Mark Vy- those, like Marvel voices. None of those shits no more. I'm done with that.
2: But without Marvel voices, we wouldn't have known Prodigy is a Snow Queen.
1: Oh, child, we all do stuff. he ain't not white boy since then.
2: That's the thing we have to discuss. I forgot we have yet to discuss. Also, the X Men vote okay.
1: that okay. happens as well. <laughs> okay, okay, also, has me, been me, re- we are also reviewing um, uh, uh, wait, Dark, Dark Web. Web. Uh, finale. The finale today. Also, then since we're going to do the X Men vote for the uh, circuit party.
2: I was just going to say, let's get oh, the oh. X-Men vote away, because I don't know if that's the like, most interesting. But no, yeah, let's wait for it. X-Men vote later on tonight. Um, so, um, yeah. We are it's... covering
3: The Great Pretender today. And y'all know that I still refer to her as The Great Pretender, because I don't forgive that bitch for shit. Keep your,
2: keep it cute um, on the commentary. Not yours. Are you saying that to your many fans who love to come to you anytime you say anything at all? Yes. You're so famous, Showtime. You're so I'm absolutely so famous. It. It's a it's a great Black History Month for you. It's good for your brand, honestly. Honestly.
0: Well, At least you're getting get that up. exposure.
2: Good it's exposure. In fact, can you tweet about my book when it drops? Um, I sure. have exactly five dollars for you.
3: Mm. this right here
2: yes 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 go in the air they can drink on you
0: yes
2: (laughs) 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 thank you for having the five dollars pre-established you know i'm broke i don't have any money so
3: (laughs) i ordered shut up uh, um, I ordered a book that came in and I guess when they shipped it, they like scratched it or dinged it or some shit. And so they left, they put $5 in the package and said, hey, when we were packing it, we accidentally fucked it up. Um, we hope you're cool with this partial refund
2: and gave me $5. What I think the book it? was, was on like $10. Or was it the Book of Ashanti? Uh, uh, I think it was... No, it was an X-Factor book. You can think that up. It's okay. <laughs> That's okay. Wait, is it the one with Apocalypse and the uh, Final Horseman? No, it was... Because um, that one was a good story. That one I already had.
3: Uh, it was an X-Factor book. that was like the middle of... Um, what's her name's run? Um, uh, Louise Simonson's run. Mm. i now have them up on the shelf and i don't remember which one it is because they both are i don't give a fuck about the condition
2: versions praise the lord praise the lord well what's Mm -hmm. first on the docket henry
1: uh today we are starting first with cigarla witch number two
2: excellent judges your scores I'm gonna say a ten. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs>
3: I'm gonna mouth All of the, I'm gonna, internet, saying, I'm gonna say a, nine. a ten too. I,
0: I give it a I, nine. I'll give it a ten. I, I like it.
2: What was the sour point? What is, what lost to you that point,
0: Henry?
1: Um, I don't think the book is like necessarily terrible. I think it had good, all good marks. Um. I think I, like, felt a little bit misled by the previews that Storm was a center of the book. Even though I remember uh, mm-hmm. Viz Vision posted being a part of, of the, um, the book because like, the last issue, obviously. But Storm was more of a side story than actually a part of the story with, all, with the both of them. So that kind of threw me off. I was like, where's Storm? It's and, then, and then there's, like, a whole side story. And I was like, this is so stupid. Where did you see that it was
2: a side? It wasn't a side story. I saw like every single trailer that I stated, even like Stephanie's post was like, "This is a side story in the back of it, like three pages." Y'all,
1: once again, I have to reiterate, I don't see what all y'all see on the timeline. I don't. See oh, because you're so thing. famous. I'm not so famous. I ha- I don't I don't sit on Twitter in the nonsense all. The time. I have other stuff to do. So a lot of times when I get on, I go on only looking at my at my notifications, and I log back back off. I don't sit around on the timeline looking at shit because I don't know anything half the time. I'm like Vontae to the bullshit on Twitter. I just I just I avoid just the because nobody talking about shit I want to hear anyway. I was just And like say, I'm looking more ahead. at Transformer news than I'm looking at um X-Men news.
0: Come on, I'm not knowing shit, Club. Right.
1: I don't know. I really I'm do starting, not think that's unlock any attention.
3: I didn't know it was gonna be a backup either, but I just figured it would be in there somewhere and I would get to it
0: whenever I got to the page. Well. I knew it was going to be a backstory when I read the front of the cover.
1: It was still good, it was though. Like, it was still good.
0: Mm-hmm. I,
2: was yeah, saying, was I was reading. I read last week's issue. I read that thing all the way through. I do see a lot more, but I've, I've finally tailored my app to be as um, efficient as possible so I don't have to speak to people. I've had to dead too many relationships and friendships I've made on this app for me to sustain that anymore. Um, so I am now entering my e viewing era of Twitter where I'm only here to talk about things I want to talk about. And I'm not even I'm done with discourse, period. No more discourse, none of that. Um, and but I saw it like last issue, it was like plus an additional backstory from Storm. Um, so I was like, oh, this is like them soft launching Stephanie Williams into like the Storm, you know, storytelling to see how it's received. Which is annoying to me. Um, I do find it annoying that these big two publishers are like always constantly going, oh, well, we'll give you like a little sample. And we'll try to see like how it's going to go. But people who should really, who, who we know should really just be given the full chance to write the miniseries. I know that the person writing the Storm solo, the one when she's in the 80s and punk, her punk era again, I know the lady could probably do a really good story. I know she probably, I think she's she helped out on the original run with Claremont.
3: And Nacenti was his, uh, the editor between him and, uh, sorry, between her and uh, Louise Simonson, they were his editors.
2: Yeah, so it's gonna be cute, um, but I do think that Steph should potentially get a lot more credibility when it comes to her stories being well received, especially at the Nubia, that there shouldn't be any more of the sampling going on. There should just be a full arc given to her to illustrate these characters. I don't even give a fuck. That it is a, Star- a Scarlet Witch book. It, it just does read very much like even the insinuation that Steph doesn't have a storm story already prepped and pitched and ready to go. This is the same girl who had a whole story arc about Storm just freestyling in the background. Living Heroes. She did that on the whims. So I know she has a script. I know she has a script prepared. Ooh
3: probably tweaks it every once in a while oh what's storm up to now let me update over here
2: yep i'm like there is three people i trust to tell a definitively expansive story i think we're just gonna start with the short story first uh <laughs> this is what i mean exactly by when i say that storm shouldn't be a sorcerer i think storm already is magic she doesn't need to learn it it's a part of who she is um and this is a proper illustration of that She'll sure need to be learning spells. I also don't like when they just do that ruin, runic language thing they do in the text box because it's very western and every person doing it shouldn't be doing it. If I see every time I see Brother Voodoo doing Western magic, it gets on my nerves. Cause he's brother voodoo, he's African, he's Afrocentric, Afro-Indigenous. Keep it like that. Uh, great story otherwise. I love that, you know, Steph included shade, because you know, Storm is an asshole. <laughs> Great issue, great issue.
1: Yeah, I like um they- little, Viv- little Viv uh Vision daughter. She's she's adorable. And you like the little deal um Scarlet, which made with um that um Nightmare's daughter. I'm thinking the hussy's name. She gave that she gave that bitch a Cheeto and was like, "Eat this Cheeto, it'll change your life." <laughs> this to like-
3: fuck her like- over. The thing that you need the most will disgust you. Right. So you won't ever get it. (laughs) Okay,
1: bitch. And there's like they're kind of making her, and I will say that they they are really focusing on not making her appear as a mutant, but more so as a magician or someone of magic. So I kind of like how this book is really going. I don't Mm -hmm. like the artwork. Even though, like, it's still misleading that Russell Dauterman is a a cover artist. And she's turned her Hellfire Gallo look into her permanent costume like everybody else has been doing.
3: I mean, if it's not broke, don't fix it. I guess that's their logic.
1: Oh, her name is Dream Queen. I like the Dream Queen. She has a cute little look. I like this look. Very sexy.
3: Mm -hmm. She has that, um, uh, the original Polaris hair.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's not to say that she looks like the evil Polaris. But she's like, during her malice time.
3: Mm Mm-hmm. She had the big curly hair, which... Should she have big curly hair?
0: I would prefer she did. Is she... Is she spicy
1: white? I don't know. Because, like, her father is... Jewish. Technically. And I mean, Jewish people do have
3: curly hair. I mean, she could be. Oh, okay, I don't know. I don't remember what her mother is. I
1: don't either.
2: Mother well, is Romani.
3: So Lorna is also Romani.
2: Oh wait, no, not Lorna. Um, they don't really go that deep into her mother. I don't think. Um, mm, okay, well, she's at least half Jewish, so.
3: I prefer Lorna with curly hair, her with straight hair. I'd be like, but I also like the, the, um, what is the the tropey thing that they call, call her? Is it a Jewish American princess? Is that a thing?
1: I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know it's called either, but I know what you're talking about.
3: Yeah. Where she's just like, I just am here with my coffee and I'm here and I'm just, you know, vibes.
1: I like How about that.
3: that? Yeah. yeah. You made me spill that. my coffee. Fuck you. <laughs> like, okay, girl. All right. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I'm not looking for a top fire sports,
1: but go off. Sure. I'm just not, so, like. I'm. <sighs> Go
0: ahead, get the fucking scores. I got some I got some thoughts. Alright, so
1: X Force. Motherfucking five.
0: Seven.
3: I give it like a six point four.
1: Girl, it's not this.
0: I'll give it I'll give it a five. I was not the investor.
1: Well, first, we would like to say thank you for reading. Good job. Um, Good
0: no, job. Nope, and that's the reason why I don't read. <laughs> I'm i just sorry, like bullshit story.
1: Like, I get the big reveal that, like, like the Peacock Man is the engineer, the gene engineer son from Genosha, and I receive that. But I think the thing that was so irritating about the issue is that, like, that little boy is not quitting choir, while it should be the little boy that they kidnapped from Krakoa a long time ago. Um, that does make a lot of sense. Um, but Beast, them acknowledging that, yeah, we have Beast in handcuffs and he did all his wrong shit, but we're still allowing him to roam free in Krakoa. Makes no sense to me. None. Sage, if you don't put down the fucking bottle and get off your job, get on your job, I can't with this shit.
0: They so, literally... Sorry,
1: I don't
2: they... think X-Force is now in contemporary, like, the, the main time stream. I think Wolverine is being pushed to it. Like, that's, pre- that's more closer to the present and what's happening than X-Force is currently. Because it feels more like this is a side shit that happened maybe an hour before than anything else. Um... I also think they retconned a lot. I don't think, I think Peacock Man was supposed to be, uh, was going to probably be a sinister clone and they retconned it, and it's making the Gene Geneer. And the kid was supposed to be a little Quentin choir and they retconned it. This feels like a bunch of retcons throughout this issue. It was just, ugh, yuck. Ain't no way they had us waiting this long for no fucking gene Jean engineer.
3: Because let me tell you, I saw the word gene Jean engineer on this on the page, I had to close the book and go look up who the fuck that was because I could not remember.
0: I just I really hate
2: when be- people use. I hate as a writer. I hate when they use masks, and the person underneath didn't need to be a masked person. They just did it because they thought the design would be cool i hate that shit if someone's underneath a mask it needs to make sense why they're underneath a mask it's usually to reveal someone who has personal stakes with not just like the characters but like the fans too like that's why you're supposed to do that that's how that's supposed to work
3: because don't nobody remember who the fucking gene Engineer is what he did none of that shit the thing about genosha that we remember is it had a whole bunch of mutants Cassandra Nova sent the damn Sentinels and killed half of them motherfucker, almost all of them niggas on there. And Emma
2: Frost it's- got her
3: diamond form from there. That's what we remember.
2: Plus, someone's always hiding fucking Genosha. When, who isn't hiding in Genosha? Every why? Every year, I- someone's hiding in Genosha. Every single year. I was going why they keep referencing back to Genosha.
1: Who's and why the agents
2: selling the same property on Genosha over and over again?
1: And why hasn't Krakoa actually gone back to Genosha and actually like reestablish it as another nation? Like, I'm, I'm really, I I'm really, the fall of the X needs to hurry up because I know why y'all about to die because y'all about to deserve it.
2: That's the thing. I don't think the fall of the X is about them dying. I think it's a reference. It's going to be like a reference to the fall of the mutants.
3: I if they're gonna do anything with Genosha, I think it would be fair to make it a memorial. That would be fair and fine. But like, don't do nothing else with that fucking island. We don't need anything else to happen there. We're good.
1: I really think. They, I thought a the habitat. I think they really should turn it into like a training place just for mutants. They just go everything for they. training there. As a memorial, you're like we will never leave this island defenseless again. Everybody goes there for training x X4 should be stationed there, not stationed
3: in Krakoa. Or Bishop's uh, War College should be there. Something.
1: Yeah, like something like uh, uh, that. This whole issue. Bishop
2: War College preview sucked.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I, Why like, do you I really have, get... draw a Bishop like that? That was kind of racist to me. I don't know who did that drawing. It felt racially uh, motivated, racially aggressive. Um, seeing all that slobber ambitious mouth around big ass lips and wrinkles all over his face it didn't feel okay to me
1: and then also like why is the engineer against mutants you would think he'll be for mutants after what he's been through as a clone this is so stupid
2: I think that's what they're leaning towards are the words that he's like I want to love my son this is my kid and I want to be a better dad than my dad ever was I think that's what they're leading to. I think there'll be some bullshit like heel phase turn. It's like I just want my kid to feel like he's loved, and then probably red omega or someone's going to kill him brutally. And it's going to be a big metaphor for how they become the monsters.
0: They can keep all of that shit. I'm done. I'm good. So the typical villain origin story shit. It's It's like a metaphor. Like,
2: are we the monsters if we behave like the monsters? The answer should be no, because if you're a monster, see this is why I respect something's killing the children. All right. This is why I respect it. They don't act like they don't act like they're holier than thou in their morals, even when they admit that their characters are doing bad things. They still hold fast to the reality that things could be worse if they weren't doing it the way they were doing it. And they'll show you what the worst parts of it look like. Almost every single issue. I respect that book. I don't respect X Force.
3: And Beast gave them a whole fucking resurrection egg, like a dumbass, and didn't even think. Well, they might be able to. He wasn't thinking through that at all because anybody. Well,
2: who'd be a powerful telepath. I'm like, yeah, it's hard to find telepaths um, in a Marvel universe that's not a mutant, but there's not. It's not impossible. But they
3: snapped. <laughs> they and stole and duplicated Quentin Quire's fucking powers and
2: legions. Uh, Girl, think through that. And you have missing telepaths popping up all the time. There's always a telepath popping up. I think per city there's one telepathic birth. Y'all are saying we have telepaths out the fucking wazoo up here in Kokoa and they can't get their hands on one of them? Remember y'all thought they didn't have a telepath? And then our girl fucking um, Cerebella has to deal with a whole bunch of trauma because they found a telepath and they did all that to her. Mm -hmm. Also, doesn't mutant growth hormone also give you mutant abilities based on whoever you make it from? Mm -hmm. There's lots of fixes to this. He wasn't using see, maybe if he did have a, a mutated, you know, sense of intelligence, he'll be more aware of things. Um, but he doesn't.
3: Beast is no doc, uh, no uh, Dr. Nemesis.
2: I said it. Well, that Dr. Nemesis doesn't always get things right, too. Hey, 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 hey,
0: hey, 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 hey.
2: Let's chill on that. Um, the towards Legion of X, I think. Uh, what else can we say about the shitty book other than it's shitty? It had a good three-issue
0: run. Beast should have been all. Long time ago, because they threw people in the hole for less.
3: Like and said, can we remember that he was arrested? Can we just remember that that happened? It's like we saw it
2: on. That. Let's get him. I didn't look up. I meant to look up. What was it? What does it mean to like that? Like Red Omega was staring at the wall. 'Cause I feel like that's a thing that's based on real shit. I just didn't look it up. I, I'm gonna have to, but I'll do it in a second. I
3: thought it was just like a bit. I
2: don't know. No, I think they were doing like a psychology thing, like this is an actual psych like actual thing. Maybe.
3: All right. Legion of X. So, what are we? What are our scores, judges?
1: I give it a seven. I give it an
3: eight.
2: Too. It's an eight for me. Actually, no. I'm both mine up. I give it a nine.
3: I'm really thrown off by the art that they use for the cerebro helmet because it is not ever consistent.
1: But also um, Charles
3: being Charles. So
2: I think the writing in this was phenomenal. And I think it tells a completely fantastic story all the way through. Like the if you bring up all if I get the trade paper back for this book, which I'm probably going to, I think this is mm-hmm. something that we'll read fluently, like all the way through from start to finish
3: yeah i just reread legion of x uh one through nine uh, last week and was like the story of Le- legion the character's story arc the whole time has been like fen- phenomenal
2: i would even read nightcrawler's story and this is the best i think this is the best story he's ever gotten period um well
3: that bar is in hell because he also had
2: the draco I'm just saying, I'm like, this is a character, Magda, as a character, dragged him through filth. And you see exactly what they were talking about. Like, the issue with people who follow the winding path is that they are, by nature, cannot be trusted. Um, Their entire mystical practice, it seems like the trade-off is that they're weak sometimes. The trade-off is actually that they are unreliable by nature. And that they will knowingly power themselves through betrayal and backstabbing like they told you the components of what the spell needed is like this deep betrayal and it's her like betraying him as his only mother figure knowing his complex you know situation with mystique it was reminding him of every failure he's had in love and in faith dragging the fact that he went he did die and go to heaven he's like it was kind of dumb right like heaven the whole thing that's the reward for your service and your faith was fucking stupid it was Gates and gold and rainbows and shit. Everything a cheap sci-fi novelist could write about heaven being. And it was that. And that's all you got. And it was so terrible that you could walk away from it. He came back to life? Baby. He said, yeah, at one point had the fucking soul sword in you that leaves. Like, she was just doing a lot that just Mm -hmm. sold the entire issue for me. Um, Right up through forming the hope sword and ripping it out of his chest and leaving him basically a hopeless monster. In the same way that we know what happens when you make someone a weapon out of their like core values, you take it away. Magic had the soul sword made and she lost her soul. Pixie had a soul dagger made and she lost her innocence.
3: I thought it was cute that the spirit of variance turned Juggernaut into his steed.
2: Into his bottom?
1: Mm-hmm. well I agree because it was also shade too by him calling the spirits of vengeance reductive by having to use a steed in the first place <laughs> if I must about by will I'll use you child
3: it's like alright girl I'm just gonna go ahead and put my magic all deep inside you make it warm
1: okay Showtime if you're yes. gonna talk about your sex life please have a little bit more class about it <laughs> please have a little bit more class about how you talk about your sex life like, it was know, a
2: bondage king. It was
1: mm-hmm.
2: a breeding. Are we, king? Very,
1: are we calling you the top of variance now? Are we calling you the top of variants? <laughs> <laughs> Don't tip me
3: because I will change my name.
1: Yes, you are the top of variants. You know, we have a new name for you know Tarn the Uncut. Um the top of variants. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: I love when we Turn just gave on. new titles like that. Congratulations, Showtime. You have a new title.
1: New Thank title, you. Taco Bell. I Day. appreciate it.
2: I'm, I'm welcoming it.
1: And fucking <laughs> Xavier for doing that to his child. That was oh. fucked
2: up.
3: That yeah. was
1: fucked
2: up. <laughs> and
3: then he he was like, for I got to uh, take care of
2: my people first. And he understands, like, you know, there are sacrifices that need to be made. It's like, you... You do realize your son is one of your people, right like this is, you have an oath to him as well he needs you literally you're blind it's so interesting that he was blinded to him failing the judge his his day of judgment because it was coming from his son and he had no time to even pay attention to the fact that he failed there Ooh. and like him also being blind because he refuses to look at his son intention to go, if I fix you, I fix all of this. You were saying out loud, my son is probably the most powerful mutant to have ever existed. Period. Bar none. Which is true. Your son is the most powerful mutant in existence.
0: And it's crazy how you are
2: walk- freaking Phoenix
0: Force's Heights? And it's crazy how you walk into some shit that your son created and pulled that dumb shit. Like, like
1: mm-hmm. it's like, it's like, it's, fa- it's, it's like being a parent going to your kid's house. It's like, mm, you need to change the furniture. Mm, I don't like this.
0: Like, like that's, that's his, like- his
1: house. Rude.
0: Her, and like that was like the biggest fuck them kids moments that I've seen him do so far. Which is which is funny because he actually respects his other child
3: because she's the the magistrates of the She
2: Well because she's neurotypical.
1: Well, you know, no, no, actually, Ooh. actually Professor Xavier is from Washington, DC. He likes his child with a government job, not his child with the bartending job.
2: His son runs a nightclub. He said, "This is disgusting."
1: that's some, that's, some, that's some DC shit. I was actually really triggered by the issue. That's why, I was, that's why I gave it a seven. I was just like, "See, this is the shit they do back home in DC, where the niggas don't ex- accept you in the community because you don't have a, a formal education." You don't. Look that's like very much
2: in line with Xavier. This is like the best characterization of Xavier without, like, the rose-tinted lenses that they provided in the Mortal X-Men, where it's like, oh, well, some people still think Xavier was right, and, like, he is telling the truth say, like, no, he's an elitist dickhead, and he's also ableist. Let's get into that. His ableism, he sees so much about his son, about himself and his son, except he can't understand the fact that his son wasn't, isn't just, like, he can't see that his son accepts that he has a difference in how he thinks and he has whatever issues that he has and forms it as a part of himself. I fully believe Legion could have brought himself back without, like, any of his multiple personalities or his psychosis, anything like you want to call it. And this fact that Legion chooses not to erase that part of himself that pisses Xavier off.
1: Because cause Legion could have easily beat Uranus to a tie or at least held him long enough during Judgment Day, but they chose to have a verbal conversation and a and a theoretical fight because they both knew that, like, girl, we this is not gonna go anywhere. You can't like, be if
3: yeah, they actually fought each other; they would have nobody would have won. Right? <laughs> they just would
2: be fighting. Right, and they established that they were like literally "Literally, I can only beat you if I find your like actual weakness as a person and your actual weakness is your father um and that's like you're slightly weak I respect you because I'm looking at you and I can't beat you but you know that's your weakness I don't have such flaws um so I'm gonna win this sorry
1: (laughs) right like for real. Rest
3: in peace to our nigga. Forget me not. Who? Exactly.
2: That's also sad. It's just a lot of sadness in this issue and sorrow. Um, I will just my omega it. at the very last. <laughs> exactly. Forget me not. Congratulations, you are in fact an omega level mutant, just with the worst power ever. <laughs>
1: I just wish Laws would get a fucking earpiece that would stick in her fucking ear.
2: Get it implanted, sis. Ford like, didn't make
3: an implant. He just gave them the here. Check a bunch of these. He forgot. <laughs> he was busy with the children of the vault. It's like
1: nobody, nobody really should have sent to the
2: I was like, no one's immune to this power.
1: Does Leech remember you? <laughs>
3: Oh shit! That is a good theory. Is this is like no, everyone would have to be within Leech's little little bubble.
2: No, because his power is like really broken. It's like he you forget him within moments after meeting him, and he also disturbs mm-hmm. almost all forms of technological or psychic perception. And the only person who ever remembered him really was Xavier because Xavier set up a telepathic reminding system reminder every fifteen minutes that Forget-Me-Not exists in the first place.
1: <laughs> right.
3: And he was busy fucking with his uh, neurodivergent
2: son. You think... It will be even more fucked up if Forget-Me-Not era- was being erased from the uh, cerebral backups, because that's the nature of his power, is to be forgotten.
3: Wait, did... Did Warlock... Get taken with Nimrod?
2: He died. He full-on died, but his information got backed up into the cloud of the phalanx. Um, and so they had his information. I was reading through that because confused confusing me a bit too. They have his information and like the external Nimrod force, like the little AI that was the Nimrod that they used to invade Krokoa, mm-hmm. provided the information like the uh, the magus like why I sent you out there to get something and to defeat the mutants and see their worthiness and you brought back broken glitchy AI which was warlock and he was like what use is this he said warlock has deep data about their gates
3: oh and they hacked their gates oh that's and then they started
2: integrating warlock into their systems I think this is going to be the lever that links um, Darwin into it, though. Because Darwin is in their systems. He's evolved into data. I think it's going to go full circle. The Phelan is going to take in that system, the machine. And Darwin's going to get in there to get Warlock out.
0: So Connor
3: Goldsmith said on his Forge episode, where he brought up a good point, that Cyber Darwin could be Serafina since she was not stuck in the the illusion of the the thing that they have over the uh, the vault, because that's her power is to give you like false memories and shit, false uh, false perceptions, and could that it could have be. easily been her who downloaded into Forge's brain and is now.
2: Chilling on Krakoa somewhere, could be, could entirely be, um. But you never know, to the Mickey Cannon at this point with the uh, Krakoa era, right? So it could be
3: either or. It could actually be Darwin, and he's just chilling somewhere as Data, or it could be Serafina and she's chilling somewhere as Data. Mm. So it's on page.
2: Um. Let's also yeah that could totally be right um west in peace warlock you know you were a real one Bay the mm-hmm. blood wounds and get it back in blood don't worry about it baby Oof.
1: Oof. that's a bad bitch.
2: so that's our brother-in-law she'll play by our can that doom not gonna hit right um Mm-mm. also had the final sinister reveal i was right I
0: love
2: this for y'all. Oh, okay. I listen. We don't all want to be right all the time. Um, I saw as soon as she started going like "blah," I say she's like, sinister. <laughs> as soon as she started having righteous indignation at the idea of people sharing their powers, I was like, "This is sinister. It's sinister."
3: But after, I read uh, X-Force first, and after the Gene Engineer child was his reveal, I was like, okay, girl, well, clearly it's going to be Mother Righteous. All right. W- when is it going to happen?
1: It's <laughs> oh, kind of funny, that's both it. were revealed in the same week.
2: Mm-hmm. They, that's why they pushed it back, because they didn't know for sure they wanted Gene the Engineer to be the final clone or not. But I think once they realized they can do that whole, one's biology, one's technology, one's the <laughs> cosmic, and one's magic, they was like, we have to make it fucking mother righteous.
1: Why am I saying like I hate this? I don't yeah. hate this. Why am I saying like I hate it? <laughs> it's cute. Well, but well, well, one thing is that like Senator made it very clear at some point that like with everything going on, he never tracked down his other counterparts. He's aware. He's aware. Like because of the stasis, he's aware that there are other. Um, Books, whether to where the... That's the word I'm looking for soups. Soups—that's the word. Other soups of him, but like he's not really sure. They're books like he's playing spades, right? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, he couldn't think of like what the other ones were doing. He was like he never got around to it in sense of sinister. So like they're still existing in sense of sinister somewhere.
2: Well, it's because he created a completely xenophobic society, like the orchid's branch was destroyed. So the um the spade couldn't do much. The book bu- the uh the club couldn't do much because they closed off Earth to alien like alien dominion completely. Um and the only other person who could do anything was Mother Righteous and he already psychically like humbled Nightcrawler. And so there's no leeway into the sinister dimension. Also because he doesn't respect magic. And so Mother Righteous is stuck up there on Mars. And they also destroyed the altar. And Mother Righteous walked through the altar to do most of their shit. So he never tracked them down, but he completely defeated them. There's not much they can do until that Sinister is destroyed. This is a mess. This is really a
1: mess. I'm really waiting for Santa Santa, Sinister. It's essentially like each week is is a, is, a, is a year, right? So the first week is... The first books are t- year 10, the second book, set of books is year 100, and the third set of books is year 1000? hmm Okay. Got it.
2: That's sweet. we get Storm in the Brotherhood. Patrick! It's, it, oh, my
3: God. So it's hard. just the three books. It's Storm in the Brotherhood, Nightcrawlers, the Nightcrawlers. and Immoral X-Men, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. And it just cycles through those one by one.
2: Okay. I don't know I saw the preview. He made Chimera of Aura That's
3: fucked up. <laughs> that's, that's
2: also broken. Um, I love that deficit is, I got the pun, I understood it. They turned death into Ichigo Kurosaki. He has a Zanpakuto, and get it? Because he's a Shinigami, he's a death god. It was a bad Get joke, out. and I think you should keep it. Get out. <laughs> it's like, keep it, Al. Keep it.
0: <laughs> Al I'm also noticing
2: that people clocked that officially clocked that death was redrawn. As soon as he became a viable love interest for Storm, they went none of that decaying shit.
0: <laughs>
2: we'll just put a cap on the back of his head. Is he's just a little cap. He's just like his mutation just makes him fully black. It's not like it was a costume, even though it used to be a costume he was wearing. That that used to just be clothes. Now it just made him have black skin.
3: I swore though that we saw he had a scarab on the back of his head before.
2: Where or... it wasn't there when it dropped the first time. That's why it was so weird to me, because he was literally a corpse, a decaying corpse underneath his helmet. And then they changed it to being the scarab. Hmm,
3: okay. Oh, you know what? I'm thinking Sever Blackmore? That's who I'm thinking. Because he has a scarab on his nose.
2: Hmm. Where, <laughs> Where is he at? Where is he Where
1: is he? He's that beast um, thing in the um, the thing. He was in the jail thing last time we saw him.
2: I, I thought fuck, he was... A... Nigga, be,
3: uh... I thought he was off doing what everybody's now doing to Netflix content, because Netflix lost their goddamn mind.
2: But mm.
1: well, they, they already backtracked on that already. They knew they fucked up.
3: We're up too late for a lot of people.
2: And it's not great working for Netflix right now, too, because they are trying to preemptively get ahead of the bullshit constantly. But that's my work stuff. We don't have to worry about that. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's everything from Legion of X.
0: He's
1: cute. All right. Hmm.
2: Dark we... web. Yeah. What's it called? Wait. does it have a name like dark web something? Dark web. It's finale. just dark web. Yeah, dark web finale. I had to go back to last week because I completely missed that they were an amazing Spider-Man doing shit, and that Maddie got her scythe swiped because she told them no more, and I was like. Girl, do you really think we're friends?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> and then Maddie totally this week was like, oh wait, hold on, we have to score it. Sorry.
2: Judges, your scores.
1: Give it an eight point five.
2: And eight. Seven point five. 30.
3: So why was your score the lowest, Steven?
2: I think the story was just so sporadic all across, like, that it just, it broke apart, like, the parts of the story that really shined. Like, if this had just been, like, a three-issue arc or a four-issue arc in X-Men, this would have been fine. Um, but why do I now need to jump to Venom to see one sink, do a whole moment that no one's really giving any attention to the point that the artist is basically pulled out from the bottom of the list. Um, to leaping to like fucking Amazing Spider-Man where it has its own thing going on that makes very little sense. Um, and the grand scheme of things, it just serves to introduce a new character but doesn't really introduce the truth that Peter Parker's being a fucking dickhead. Uh, frames him as a hero in this, but I'm like, you are a terrible person, Peter, because you, you did take these memories that were formative to him and you could do the thing gene gray is doing which is just giving them and sharing them because it's not a bad thing to just do and you're just going i'm the real peter parker you can't have anything and like it's not even me attached to like an identity issue which is like you know he has trauma from the supreme the uh spider part of it well, wow true. i sneezed um it's not even like he's saying he's he has trauma from the superior Spider-Man of it all and is going, I don't feel comfortable sharing aspects of myself because I have trauma associated with that event. That would make perfect sense why he doesn't like to share his identity like that. It makes him uncomfortable. But this dude is literally having a crisis and full suicidal meltdown over it and you're just not even... The Flash would never... Miles would never...
0: Oh, wow. Wow.
2: Oh, okay. Flash Thompson, not the Flash. No, I'm talking Barry Allen. Barry Allen would have shared his memories. You know know it. You know it. I know it makes you sick, but Barry Allen would never have let it get this far. He would have looked at it and gone, you know what? You didn't make yourself into a clone. You didn't do anything here, Chasm. So, I'm going to give you my memories. And you're gonna be accountable, but once you get my memories, you will understand why I don't want you. You understand me from a better point of view. Um, it was gross, it was sickening, uh, but I did enjoy the Maddie aspects of it. I also enjoyed that they didn't neuter her character all the way.
3: Maddie had the under titty back.
2: <laughs> That's her Phoenix force. <laughs>
3: Look here, bitch. I don't even need yeah. the goddamn site to be in charge. I just want it. Do <laughs> what I tell y'all
2: to do. It's my magic, and I want it now.
1: <laughs> it was very much given, Mommy dares at the at the board table.
0: Very much given.
1: Don't fuck with me, fellas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was really, um, I really found it really strange that, like, how willingly that Jean Grey gave up her memories to, um, Maddie. That like Peter could copy his memories over to what his experience of Ben was with him. And he just didn't, and I just like that's just like the weirdest fucking thing, and just like even like Steve, like I'm mean, Steven. Spider Man may not have like the exact memories of what Ben needs, but like his side of his memories and sharing that with, like I just don't understand why like Spider Man could not have done that, like and and being that like Madeline is a t- telepath similar to Gene, it was a feat that she could have easily done. So I'm just like. Spider Man was like a little womp womp for that, and I and I I mean even though like I'm not following his book, we're about to find out why um, Mary Jane left him. Um, but you know if you do this during Dark Web, because as you did to Mary Jane, hmm, like she's like the second girl. She's not Gwen Stacy. Like you can't even hold you can't even hold 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 your rebound. Like you got to be ass if you can't hold your rebound.
3: Or, or Felicia Hardy,
1: right? If Felicia she had no- Harley- She had enough of your old bitches too. Like, like Spider Man, you really just
2: like dating issues. You need to figure that out. Is there something happening in Amazing Spider Man where he can't let anyone have any of his secrets? Does he know something that he's trying to hide? Or, like, oh, I I know some apocalyptic situation is going to happen and I can't tell anyone about it. And that's why I can't share my. That would make more sense to me than just saying, I don't want you to have it because I don't want you to have it. It's like, yeah, that's your right, but Peter, people are literally dying.
0: Right. And the nerve of you to go visit him in his little whatever prison cell that, you know, they have him in a limbo. It's like the nerve of you to go and visit him and say, I want to help you. And then you literally did nothing to fucking help him. The thing that he really wanted, you wouldn't give to him. So what else can you do? and then right. he's like oh i know it's a part of you still in there and he did just right put that mask back on and went on about his business get the fuck out we don't need you
2: <laughs> you know what that scene reminded me of you remember in empire when uh when Lucius lost his memory so he was just painting colors and shit yeah but i will
1: say the young person clocked in was Rack rap mm-hmm.
2: honestly Riffrafts Cockton, um, Hollow's Eve, flop character. Oh
1: god. Uh, god.
2: She, she, she flopped.
1: Such a flop. Like a she was so flop. in anime. She is not great as a comic book character. Like, babe, we had all these masks <laughs> at, in your butt. Right.
3: I think she would um uh shit. Not Hollow's Eve. What am I trying to say? Wow. I had a sober high moment. Um I like that they spun Maddie's uh, rule over limbo into being, I'm in charge of the Lost Girls.
1: Right. Anybody oh, yeah. Lost? Like, now there's an the office of something. <sighs> <Turn
3: up. sighs> there's a limbo embassy that's just in New
1: York. We're getting to that part of the co where y'all suddenly throws throw something up the wall and see what sticks. Mm-hmm. Because the thing that I think I'm Is getting the limbo embassy.
2: I just feel what? like Doctor Strange and Cleo would care about that. You know? <laughs> you just you just brought hell to Earth. Why?
3: <laughs> I mean and they put um, Mephisto in a damn hotel and trapped him in, in Las Vegas, uh, in yeah. In Las Vegas. And Mephisto me... will be
2: pissed about this. Isn't there like, is isn't the entire station of the, the Sorcerer Supreme that he's not allowed to have dimensional incursions like this happen? This is a dimensional incursion. This is literally me, the basis and me and uh, fucking both of these books <laughs> <laughs> both of these are about that i'm holding mm-hmm. up dr strange infinity war and dr strange um the reality war in my hands for the people who are listening and me I
0: have it it to be, I
2: know. um
3: her live-in dick now love that for her baggy deserves
2: it's what he deserves. I hope they I do hope they adapt his costume. I think that look is that's 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 having leaning into the fact that he is a submissive bottom. And there's no changing that. So mm-hmm. just get the muscle look. Uh Maddie
3: and Gene be um uh niggas down.
2: Mm-hmm. Emma Frost, Madeline Pryor, Jean Gray, and Storm are they run a Peggy's club.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I love that for them. Love it. Omega level tops all. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> I think maybe with Havoc, just give him pants. Maybe like just tights underneath like the one little sash moment. And I think it will be a look.
3: Mm-hmm. Like give him the Queen of Limbo update that Maddie got.
2: Mm-hmm. Give him that. But like her consort version. Her power. Maddie's fucking Super Saiyan form is literally just her underboob. It's the funniest thing, though.
3: <laughs> She's like, bitch, catch this underboob. I'm in charge.
2: Magic got wet.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Maddie said, top <"Ta-toy>, me, mother. <laughs> um okay so dark web happened for what this it's 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 time for the x-men vote we don't have a song for x-men
0: vote
2: all right welcome to the draft everyone um we are going to be discussing the weirdest honestly this is frankly a weird lineup for the x-men vote
0: But it was the best one so far. Hmm.
2: It's understandable.
1: I think they all are terrible.
2: And yet each one will be controversial in a good way. Yeah. So, the list. We have Juggernaut, who is not a mutant, famously. Famously not a mutant. (laughs) So famously not a mutant that he should probably be a mutant by now. Literally the same category as Hollows Eve where a mutant just not mutant but has magical powers actively worse than Ink who is also not a mutant but has powers from a mutant the original pretender the true pretender um Literally, the reason why I thought of um, the Atom could have been better is like if they just had ink tattoos or something that would have been a better lineup for that. But anyway, we move on from Juggernaut. We have Dazzler, infamously a mutant and also a disco queen. How old is she? How old is she? We will never know. We will never know. Maybe fifty. Maybe forty. Possibly thirty. We she have definitely Jubilee. Definitely older than Storm. We have Jubilee, the only ex-mother who raises her own kid. (laughs) That's the fucked up part I was thinking about over the week, too, was that fact that every other ex-mother just hands their kids over. Like, every child you see in the X-Men was just raised at the Xavier Institute. They were just handed over. Like, it's an adoption agency. They just raise your kid for you so you can go on missions, which is a product of being in a militarized state. Typically, in militarized nations, you don't raise your children; the state raises your children for you. Mystique raised Rogue. Not really, though. Like not really, really. Okay. And when I she tried. was old enough, she went over to the X Men. Yeah. Who raised Cable? The Time Stream raised Cable. Loki, Jean, Low key, Jean be- did. Gene did time travel to the funeral teacher and, like, you know, help raise him, but did she really? <laughs> Again, Jubilee's the only mother clocked in, and that's the problem. Maybe she should just let those other... It's not a problem that he's a dragon flying around. There's plenty of kids who deal with adventure, you know? Um, we have Frenzy, who might actually win this. Honestly, Frenzy no, might actually not. win this.
1: She's not gonna win that. We I have a feeling friends, she might. We all know Frankie's not gonna win. Frankie's not even in the lead. She's right? not
3: she's not popular well, enough for that. Yeah. And she's not she she's better served at Al Ewing's hands.
2: Yeah. The issue with that ranking system is that it's very clear, very clear, like it doesn't reveal anything. It just tells you the the percentage of votes going up or down, but it doesn't tell you the total amount. So you just know, oh, they dropped 20%. But it's like, what the fuck does that mean if you don't know if they dropped?
3: That's not how I read that. So I read that as um percentage from baseline.
1: Right. That's what so, I
0: read
3: so essentially it's it's ranking them. So where it said the green arrow up with 37% next to Cannonball, that he had 37% more than 50 more than half the votes.
2: It could be. The only issue is I don't think anyone who's running the X-Men vote knows shit about, you know, how to properly do that. That's how you should properly it probably happen.
3: It was a stupid-ass way of displaying it, but it was also a, a way of giving people things without giving people things. Because if you notice, they didn't release um, the ranking last year. So I think what they're doing is they're just collecting the votes and deciding from there who's going to be in the book. Rather than actually letting that determine who's going to be in the book.
2: Well, that said, we also have Cannonball, which is honestly, if I'm being 110%, the weakest selection. here. Right. It's, it's, it's really boring. You can't really do anything with Cannonball. You just want to fly around. What do you do? Well, I think this oh. year, I'm really praying this year that they'll do a surprise where they just go the top three people who win this vote we're bringing on to the team. Because every year you motherfuckers complain about us not just rolling on the characters, rolling all of the characters we choose from this list. And so we're just going to do it. Um, and the final one, Todrick Hall. Girl, don't,
3: don't be disrespectful to prodigy like that.
2: I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Todrick Hall I'm gonna do that prodigy. They have so many, They have so much in common. They think they're smarter than they actually are. I'm sure you like. I didn't vote for him five times. <laughs>
3: I voted for him literally every time I saw the link. I clicked it and voted for Prodigy. Yeah,
2: I don't think the link stops you from voting multiple times. You can just refresh the page and just keep voting. <laughs> right. And That's says, why I said that this is more like an actual right election, time. guys. Like, you can do whatever you want. They don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> they're just gonna pick whoever think the was popular logistically speaking i think prodigy is the best vote and i'm thinking purely who the team actually needs i'm like prodigy
3: i would love to see prodigy and sync work together in some way like i don't know how their powers would work together like how does that work who knows prodigy well, would learn I, how do vote,
0: um, all of his I voted for frenzy the only reason why i did that was because i would have liked to see her on an X Men team, and then they also need a tank. This last team, they didn't have a tank, but Prodigy would also be a good, a good person to have on the roster too. So I'm not going to argue against that.
2: It just turned Jean to the tank. That's all he did. Yeah, she really
0: just <laughs> used her mind for the muscle.
2: But he's lots of mind shields.
0: Because before that, Polaris was doing the damn well, shields.
3: Well, um... Magic was doing shields, too, you know, with her magic. Because, you know, she carries around that big-ass sword that that everyone seems to think is not a spell.
2: It's full on magic. That's a full-on magic So If Magda wasn't the person to tell them, like, a soul sword isn't anything to be fucking around with, you know? Like... (laughs) That thing is
1: dangerous. Um... There's that. I I I think... Nobody knows. You voted for... Cannonball. You voted for who? Cannonball. I hate that for you. Because I don't want to see anybody else be... Because the thing that I fear most about Frenzy is her story being reduced to some love triad between her and Jean and Cyclops over what happened in Age of X.
3: Yeah, that would really blow me.
1: And I really don't want that when the love thing will sink and... And old lady, old woman Laura is going on right now. So I like, kind of, like, didn't see a point of that. Um, Juggernaut, no. Um, Jubilee, I like her I like her and Dazzler with the, um, I like her and Dazzler with the, with the Exterminators. In? I don't want that to break up. I don't want to break up the band. I, I, I like it. It looks great. Um, I it's don't... like
2: when Polaris left X-Force and it ruined it. I
1: don't, think, I don't think Prodigy should be a part of the team because I feel like he's counterintuitive with Sync in the room.
2: I disagree. I don't think their powers work well enough together as a direct correlation for him to make be a redundancy. Mostly because his power isn't to copy. Like, Sync can't copy skills. He can't. He can't sink you in game, like Wolverine's combat ability, <laughs> if he has any. And he can't like take you know Hank's intelligence because Hank's intelligence has nothing to do with his power. That said, as we I also say that Hank shouldn't be copying sorcery because he can't. You can't duplicate knowledge and affinity. The most you can do is you can duplicate like Wanda's abilities because Wanda's genetically engineered to be an exceptional sorcerer That's very little to do with her knowing much about magic is more to do with her being genetically modified to absorb it like a sponge and be able to distill it in certain prob- in certain probability fields that's different um whereas prodigy could become a full-blown sorcerer supreme on his own if he put in the work he, he he's
1: not he's not going to D- like in hypothetical he doesn't but- want to but I'm saying he's not going to, so that's a moot point. Like, I just think that it's just counterintuitive to have him be on a team where Stink is already playing Martian Manhunter from the desk, because that's going to put Prodigy doing the same thing, because he's not a field X-Men. He's not going to be in the field fighting. Like, unless and, and they do that, some big magical turnaround, I'm just looking at it like the realistic approach, how they're going to handle Prodigy. They're going to mishandle him. He, I'd rather him not be on the team. I'd rather take someone like Cannonball. Y'all want to be the Aryan X-Men, be Aryan, have your have your blonde blue eyed king, and let cannonballs shoot from the skies.
2: I don't know. I disagree because I've seen like I was introduced to the Academy X, and in Academy X, Prodigy was in the field. Like he was in the trenches with them every single mission. Um, he was never like the field, the uh, the man in the chair situation. He was never doing the tech buildup. He did form like the uh, the Danger Cave. He designed it once he lost his ex gene. But before that, he was very, very, really like ever not on the field throwing hands. Um, and I think they forgot that during his twin the twinkification of Prodigy, when he became a twink, um, he started being pulled away from being actively on duty. But even in Young Avengers, when he was during that run, like he was still actively holding hands, throwing fights. Like he, he knew enough about magic to understand that kind of be counter-magical. And so when he came against like an Eldritch threat, he's like, if you just say these words, they will flee, even if they don't know that there's magic behind it because the very nature of them is to be superstitious. I think Prodigy will work if they turn him away from being the nerd and turn him into the assassin of the group. Not a full-blown Wolverine, but I think the team is lacking someone who's like a Lancer Who's like, a, who's like a stealth agent who would go in and out, understands how to handle himself without having a power. People mock Hawkeyes and Electras and shit like that for not having powers and just, like, being really good fighters. But I'm like, every team kind of needs one of those people like that. Because as soon as someone steps in and goes, I'm deactivating all your X genes, these niggas get the ass beat regularly. Regularly, every time someone deactivated their powers in its current run of the X-Men, they have gotten their ass beat.
3: I think uh, Danny Moonstar needs to replace Gene and Scott as um, co-leads to the team, and allow it
0: to be Danny and St. I as the feel Moonstar. like her being a leader of an X-Men team is like really. I mean, she should have been somebody on the roster. I would have taken. I would have taken her over Cannonball. Mm-hmm. Hell, even her over. Hell, even mm-hmm. her over Jubilee because Danny is a very good leader. And she's good She's good with the kids, so I'm like, why not bring that to an X-Men
2: team? I think they're preparing for that. I don't think a lot of these people are rolling over to next year. Um, mostly because Scott doesn't have a lot of stuff to do. I think once they, now that they resolved the Madeline prior of it all, he's fresh out of stories.
3: They go let his ass sit on the moon and rebuild whatever that fucking habitat that was on the moon, is on the moon. I don't know vulcan destroyed it i don't know if it got rebuilt go figure out what his daddy is doing with the brood i don't know
2: that that's gonna happen soon i think maybe potentially maybe kick colossus off the council scott's gonna be brought on to replace him i don't think it's gonna oh. be gene i know they did pass a law that says if you join the x-men you can never be a member of the quiet council but he's still a captain so that role doesn't really stretch that far does it um, I think Jean needs to stay on this team, and I think she should be co-captains with Sync. But I do think if they were bring Danny on, it shouldn't be in the vote. I think some of these characters need to be grandfathered in outside the X vote. Hmm. I do. Isn't also that
3: think how that Magic got on the
2: team? Yeah, she was just brought on. She wasn't voted for. Nor was Fred Forage. None of the fans voted for them. They were just grandfathered on because they were like, I have a story I want to tell. Even though Magic hasn't done anything. I, literally, I think it's just because of the Madeline Pryor situation. They were planning to have her situated in the middle of it.
3: Oh, and so they had to backtrack and make sure that she was already on the team.
2: Yeah, also Midnight Suns was coming out. And so they wanted to have at least one have her in the limelight while Midnight Suns was going down. I do think Prodigy needs to be on this team also because we gotta resolve the Leah Williams situation. That needs to be dealt with. I think Saint can't leave yet because the high evolutionary storyline hasn't been resolved neither, nor has the Laura situation. Um, Forge can go. Honestly, he's great, but I don't think he's really doing that much.
0: What? I love I don't think he's doing that much. Character.
2: I like him as a character, too. I just don't think he is doing much on this team. I think his stuff would probably be best served on X-Force.
1: Forge was in the background doing all the tech for the Treehouse, and then also he's involved in this whole plan with the vault, and that still is not really done because Darwin is still in there. I don't think—I think Forge— I think Forge should be back to being a friend of the show. But I don't think he should be on the team. But he should be at least be a friend of the he show. Definitely
0: be he should definitely exactly. be Portia in season seven. Yeah, like he should
2: be there. Again. Yeah. Isn't it fun that this is the most sorcerers that's ever been on the X team, and they don't do any magic? Hello. Yeah.
3: Well, Forge is scared
2: to, or depressed to, or something. It was like Magic and him don't ever talk about the fact that they threw hands and, and Magic ran him the fuck through. That fight was great. He, he
3: initially let her and then they went to limbo and then he didn't have a choice.
2: Sure. That's he a good joke to make. Like, saying, like, remember earth. when I let you beat me and like, Magic Magic's like, let me? <laughs> <laughs> let me.
0: <laughs>
3: he, was, he was whipping her ass on earth and then she was like, okay, bitch, and then he realized he didn't want to fight so he half-assed surrendered. She took them to limbo, and then she whooped his ass.
2: It's the rule of the Sorcerer, being in the Sorcerer Supreme. You're weaker outside of your home dimension. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, I would be disappointed if Cannonball won again, because at like this point, the fan base isn't voting. Um, If people... Like, you can't get good storytelling if you leave it up to the public, and that's the issue I have with Big 2 Comics, is that people's opinions on what should be a good story isn't what actually makes a good story.
1: Well, it's not the same thing with Jason. Also,
2: you want me to root for Cannonball when his boyfriend isn't there? That's not possible.
1: Uh, Them ads that they
3: were running on fucking Twitter, though,
0: Who is he really lost? (laughs) (laughs) The Smear (laughs) Camp. That shit had me weak. (laughs) Was that a five star dig? Because nobody wants Meg Griffin on the team anymore.
2: Sure, they were digging Um everybody these ads did confirm the one thing that's been like up in the air which is prodigy kept his filter all. um so he now if he downloads you he now has your abilities permanently
3: that's scary because he just tapped all of the black
2: heroes in marvel all at once that's why i might stop making him like oh he should have these skills just make him a well-rounded already officially trained jack of all trades master of everything well don't just go like oh well t'challa knows just make it a part of him he just unifies everything that he already has and just actualizes it as a person he'd be like that comic book prodigy which is literally a comic book about prodigy Except they didn't have Mm -hmm. the rights to prodigy Mm -hmm.
3: i like that book it was really cute
2: it was really cute. I liked it. Especially like how they basically explain how you can write a comic book starring David and make it work. It's like I have different personalities for every single aspect of a skill I need. And I would just talk with them mentally. And they'll tell me, like, oh, did you know that this philosopher thinks like this? It's real easy. I can see how I would do it, too. I'm like, little text bubbles everywhere. Uh, he's changing fighting styles. Make him have to cycle through them. You even make him have only be able to really efficiently channel one person at a time once he wants to really get into it, like Taskmaster does. Or like a meso, but like a living version of that.
0: hmm
2: It's not like we want him to be an Omega. He's not an Omega, so just add the limitations that way. But don't sit here and pretend like he is worthless, like the talent he's been doing. It's just, he can't fight. What's he going to do? I was like, I don't know, snipe you? What has Scarlet, what has Black Widow done?
3: Stand next to anybody of talent or skill and beat their ass with their own
2: skills. I'm like, we've seen Electra. Electra is that girl. Electra is literally that girl. What power does she have outside of having cybernetic limbs? Not much. Daredevil doesn't have super strength. He just smells very well. Well, he's got you know echo he's not stronger than a mutant i would say the average mutant is physically stronger than daredevil <laughs> i'm talking a mutant with a with a with a monkey tail level a mutant is stronger than daredevil
3: mm-hmm.
2: forgive me not probably has beaten daredevil's ass a number of times and then everyone forgot that he has
3: and he just woke up the next day with a bunch of bruises. What the fuck happened to me?
2: Who did this? <laughs> oh, my God. Kingpin. No. <laughs> Bullseye. <laughs> Meanwhile, Zabby is literally sitting there
3: in his living room eating popcorn with his feet up on the damn uh, table. Has no idea who he is. Who are you? Who, who are, are you? He doing
2: <laughs> do, you think Zabby, do you think Zabby likes um, art, like 90s begging music? probably don't
3: probably. leave me girl <laughs> i
2: imagine him full-on crying face against a window in the middle of the rain <laughs> okay like, so uh, that's boy bands and 90s r&b literally oh zombie's vibe I are having on request Legion of X or ever do that so in the back I want to play a list of things from Zobby like a playlist um <laughs> his list of his favorite books these little things that he leaves behind in uh in lone uh lonely's like apartment because he knows he's gonna freak, she's gonna forget about him. So he just writes it down and leaves it and she just imagines it like, oh this must be a list I made for myself.
1: Who's lonely?
2: There's little cute things like that. Lost is who he meant. Oh, shit. I'm at loss, yeah. There should be a hero named Lonely, though. I'm gonna make one. Um, So, what are we looking forward to for next Bon-tay week? Vontae um,
1: now.
0: Okay. I am doing
2: do what you literally
0: just talked about. The clock <laughs> I, I'm Stop even your penis sucked Die. Okay, so we got um, what is this? Bishop <laughs> War College number one storm and the brotherhood of mutants number one and then uh there's this um x-men legends that we don't really read but yeah
2: oh so yeah all the black books coming out in black history month that must be interesting Mm.
0: Mm. Mm. Mm.
2: what else is coming out next Um, week black panther yeah Mm -hmm. funny because they know he actually did that <laughs> actually
0: yeah did that. he's, God, right. Yeah,
2: he's uh, right
0: there
2: it works again again it works there's a line wrapped around the goddamn corner <laughs> at great apple comics I'm sorry the black history month marketing works I love it for us um, so here's a fun thing what black book by a black creator would you like to recommend to the readers? Flawed by Chuck Brown.
1: Uh, Braids by Rachel dollars out. Rachel out.
0: Mm, get out. <laughs> <laughs> um,
3: um. I don't think I
0: have one at the moment.
2: Um... Victor Lavelle has a quite a few titles. Oh well, let me not, not lie. I'll game. say
1: uh James or Hardy's um B-Boy Blues uh stand by that book
2: 110%. B-Boy Blues, love it. Um again, I'll always recommend uh It's Nana, The Wear Spider by oh, yes, Greg. It's so good. Mm-hmm. It's good, it's really good. Um, but also Eve by Victor Lavelle. It's a very cute cover, black girl with a teddy bear. <laughs> so you know it has something to do with with, with uh, parental issues because Virginia law loves writing about parental issues. That's his bag.
3: Eve, Children of the Moon. Mm, mm,
2: mm. Um. And do we have any Black History facts that we want people to know? Other than Maya Angelou was a skeezer. <laughs>
3: Um, the first study
2: on sickle cell
3: trait and disease was actually done at the first Black-owned hospital in Chicago.
1: Did you see my tweet? I did. what did you think about it?
3: Um, I have to remember what it said, because I've read a lot of stuff about sickle cell treat, uh, sickle cell since then.
1: Well, there's, I don't a of, there's a lot of women who found out that like being in high, high elevations as a person with sickle cell trait, and that no doctor listened to her until she got to a black doctor, that like people with sickle cell trait need to be aware of that, which I have never been aware of having to worry about any symptoms as a person living with it, which is also very funny to me, why I'm also like the virus, the uh, incubus of viral plagues. Um, yeah, I'm not haram. <laughs>
2: Well, that makes sense like that's why people that's why i prefer going to physicians who match specific backgrounds as me because it feels Ooh-hmm. that they would be more versed in issues that pertain to me especially because like black women doctors because typically black female doctors also um deeply care about like the health of their family members as well um like it's one of those things where like you treat you become these things and then you become a tool for your family members as well within those backgrounds or a resource is probably a better word for it, like a resource for them to be able to navigate different systems that they weren't able to because some level of justifiable mistrust. So yeah, I would definitely understand, not, I wouldn't allow it because I think the doctors need to be versed enough in these topics uh, and not just not care about them because you know, they're issues that typically pertain to black people. And that's what I heard when I saw that thread. Um, it wasn't stated explicitly, but it felt like these doctors did not have any background information about these things because the issues pertain mostly to Black people, sickle cell traits specifically. Um, yeah, it's awful. But I'm like, that's why you should be afraid to go to a Black doctor. Also, just just walk up in there.
3: <laughs> also, why it's important to have Black doctors not just for you to go to one, but for there to be ones to go to and for them to be culturally mm-hmm. confident and to be able to treat everybody who comes in from their community.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh um, do I have a Black history fact? I don't think I have a Black history fact. Um, I am Black history. Thank you guys so much for stopping by this week. Oh, I have a Black um, history fact. One more. One Ooh, more, one more. One
3: more. Slavery is white history. Surviving it is black history.
0: Mm, mm, mm,
2: mm, mm. That was delicious. Uh, well, this is the heart of this uh these the suite of sinisters here to say thank you for stopping by. Have a wonderful Black History Month, and remember
3: to douche. Thank you. And clean out of your foreskin. Nobody likes cheese.
1: Oh, that's just on break.